What's up everyone? Thanks for watching Monster Questions. I'm your host John Timmerman and I'm here with Cliff Carey, the founder of American Reserve Clothing. Thanks for being here, Cliff. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, if, you're this, if you're new to Monster Questions, this is the, the micro show where we answer your questions about business, brand building, entrepreneurship, uh, basically anything to grow an idea in today's digital world. Um, so I mentioned in some previous episodes that we we're going to have some exciting guests and we finally got Cliff on and he's going to help us answer um, one of your questions today. But before we do that, I wanted to learn and have everyone else uh, learn a little bit more about you, your background, sure. your business. So the floor is yours. You know, who, who are you? What's American Reserve? Yeah. And how'd you get here? Well, thanks again for having me. Um, American Reserve is a men's store. Uh, we're somewhat boutique-y. Uh, we sell high-end men's casual fashion, a little bit of uh, Americana with an edge yeah. is how I like to explain it. Uh, my background specifically is in business development. Uh, I've been in digital marketing. I've been in uh, straight financial planning uh, for small independent medical practices for about 10, 12 years before uh, I kind of took a big turn to the left and uh, got into business for myself. And now I'm employing a lot of those tactics that I used to help develop other companies with right here in my own business. Yeah. So if you're in Syracuse, New York, you're passing by downtown, make sure you stop in. It's a, it's a killer store here. Um, and we actually met through this store. Mm -hmm. You know, my other company, Jackson Jovi, uh, we were introduced by a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, and you were opening your shop. We were just starting our company. Serendipity, man. It was meant yeah. to be, and, and here we are, you know, good friends. We've got, a, you know, a, a great thing going here. So, um, you know, it's very impressive. Yeah. And I think, I think your background in marketing for, uh, you know, a, a national brands, mm -hmm. As well as, the, by contrast, now having you know a, a local shop that really takes pride in community development and uh, uh, you know local customers. Sure. I think that contrast provides you with a lot of knowledge to to be able to answer today's question. So sure. we'll get right into it. Today's question is from Sam. Sam, thanks for the question. Uh, for a small business, is it better to appear large but operate small, or highlight uh, to client the a client, his client, the benefits of being small and growing a brand. So basically, do you think it's more important to, if you're a small business, appear like you're a big brand sure. or embrace the small brand, small business aspect? And you know, do you have any suggestions as to how, how to go about that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's a great question, first of all, Sam. I think it's something that a lot of people wrestle with. I think uh, the metric of number of employees for any type of business is um, somewhat misunderstood and somewhat antiquated. I think uh, decades ago, companies used to value themselves by how big their, their workforces were. And I think that uh, for entrepreneurs, a lot of times when they start a business, they uh, think about when can I get that first employee so I can start to delegate some of my tasks down. And one employee must mean that we're doing well, two employees must mean that we're doing even better, and so on and so on. Uh, I think it's important to know uh, and ask yourself why you may want to appear bigger than you are. Right. Um, sometimes it uh, may appear that you've got credibility because you've got a sizable firm. There's stability uh, because you're, you're larger. Uh, maybe diversity in resources in terms of talent and just payroll hours that you can uh, put to a certain task. But you want to be careful. Um, in today's digital world, small companies have the ability to project any image they want to onto yeah. the internet. But there can be a giant disconnect between that image you project 
and the deliverables that you can give to a client. So ask yourself if it's really just trying to um, boost the ego or how you feel about your brand or your company, don't do it at all. In fact, being a small business, you have the you know, very big advantage of being agile and being able to do things that won't scale once you get bigger. And that could be things like handwritten thank you letters to right. every single customer that comes through the door. You can't do that when you've got you know, uh, thousands of customers, but you can do it now when you're young. Uh, I think it's, it's really important to stay very, very true to who you are. Um, make sure that even if you only have one client, two clients, six clients, that they're getting everything that they need from you and that you're also getting what you need from them in terms of testimonials, uh, maybe getting referrals to other uh, clients where you can go from there. But don't try to be something that you're not and make sure there's not a disconnect between your image and your deliverables. Right. And to, to build on that, you know, um, uh, great advice, by the way. To build on that, I have a couple of real-world examples, and one being actually Good Monster itself. You know, uh, when we first started, it, it was, it was uh, we had about four employees, right? And we were new to the advertising agency world, and we wanted to project ourselves as being, ourselves as, being as large as possible because we thought, at the time, okay, we need to look big so we can get bigger clients. And at that time, that was absolutely true because the question that we got asked the most was, how many employees do you have? Right. It wasn't like, what's your revenue? It wasn't even how many clients do you have most of the time. It was, how many employees sure. do you have? And so over time, short period of time, we learned that, okay, these clients want to know how many employees we have because they want to know how big we are and that will tell them how many clients we have. So. So then my objective became, let me get as many employees sure. as I can get. Now, fast forward to today, and I've since realized that while that is a question that most clients will ask, we have actually built a better model that's based off of freelancers, right? And so we have a core group of employees that help manage the clients, but then we found that we can charge less per hour by hiring freelancers. And so now we are a smaller agency that projects ourselves as being a smaller agency, and it's actually working to everyone's benefit right. even more, right? Now, 10 years ago, that might have not really been possible, sure. but in today's digital world, like you mentioned, we have this ability to kind of project being more efficient and smaller might be better. Now the other thing is with with Jackson Joby, the gene company, we're talking to some um, some athletes to to sponsor them, mm -hmm. um, some very well known athletes, and we had a call the other day uh, with one of these athletes, and to our surprise, they said that they prefer working with smaller companies. Sure. Now this is an athlete that could garner uh, attention from large companies, and she is right. Um, but as we're talking with her, she get she got all giddy because we're a small company. You know, it's it's my fiance Lindsay and I, you know, starting it, and and she said that she has turned down big opportunities sure. because she felt like another spoke in the wheel, right? Right? She felt like there's no attention there, there's no benefit to her doing sure. that versus her inclusion in a much smaller company. So, to kind of boil down the the, the question a little bit, or my answer to the question, stemming off of what you said, mm -hmm. it really does depend on, you know who your customer or client is, first off. If you're a manufacturing company, um, you could go either way. If you're small and niche, that could be gold for you, right? If you're a mass production uh, manufacturing company, then you might have to be big, right. or like you said, you can not you can oversell yourself and not deliver, which Absolutely. is very important. Yeah. So, so you have to basically, uh, uh, Sam, you have to 
find out who your customers are and what you can actually deliver upon, but you can sell yourself either way, small or big, right? Absolutely. It just depends on what you want, what your clients want, and you know what your long-term goals are, right? Cool, makes sense to me. Nice. Well, thanks for being here. Everyone, check out uh, the show notes below, the description below. We're going to paste a lot of your links to social media. You guys should check out American Reserve. If you're in Syracuse, stop by. If you're not, you have a website. That's so it. you can head on there, check out all these amazing, amazing products back here. Um, including Jackson Jovi. Including Jackson Jovi. That's right. Um, we are going to paste below text link. Okay, you can text your questions for future episodes as well as the email address that you can email your questions to if you'd rather not text us. Totally get that as well. Um, so check below, submit your questions to either one of those and hopefully we will um, get you on a future episode. But until then, thanks so much for watching. Thanks, Cliff. We'll see you next Thank time. You.